0: Pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Well, greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Bleak Podcast. Another moment, an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Who knows? will be manifesting, working on manifesting your abundant life. I am so glad to have all you guys back with us today. If you'd like to receive an occasional encouraging text message from me, text the word KINETIC to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Follow me, us, Maggie, and myself on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. We share the same account and just to make it less confusing. And then also make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode and video of the podcast is now available on the website. Hello Miss Maggie. Hello. How are you my friend?
1: I am well.
0: Can you believe it's been, this is our fourth podcast. We were just talking I know. about how fast I know. time is flying.
1: It's crazy. Do you get freaked out when you feel time? This is Racing by, yeah,
0: and you know, I think it depends on what you're going through, and you know, if it's if it's a challenge, you go, "Gosh darn it, we got through that in a hurry, didn't we?" And but if it's go, really fun, but, but wait a minute,
1: <laughs> hang on a second, <laughs> hang on a
0: second, <laughs> we're all I'm moving finally... toward the 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 beginning of the infinite.
1: <laughs> I was just starting to enjoy this thing. What the right? heck?
0: <laughs> Somebody asked, um, and they were saying, "Stephen, why are you wearing those dark?" Why are you wearing the sunglasses? Yeah, and well, I don't always wear them. But for you guys that are want wanting to know, should you even care? It's because I have a keyhole pupil, and the way we're set up here for the podcast is all these lights are really close and they're very bright, and yeah. so I have uh, really sensitive eyes eyes eye to light. So I'm not always wearing them. It depends on where we are, outdoors or in other could, settings. I don't. You could I wear a pack. Do it. That'd be kind of cool, he could wouldn't it? Wear a it? pirate patch. Does Batman wear a patch?
1: No. He'd be cooler if he did. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Well, I, you know. But anyway, that's the reason, and so I can look at you with uh, eyes wide open,
1: without a constant blinking and squinting. Right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Question
0: for you, Miss Maggie would you Uh-oh. take Would you take it? And and I thought of this because of what we were talking about earlier today. I think you saw something on. Instagram, was it, or social media somewhere, Mm. and a girl was saying, do you not miss 2016?
1: Oh, yes, 2016. She was like, uh... (laughs) she said, does anyone else out there miss 2016 when our biggest problem were, you know, the clowns? that people were randomly being chased by in parks and things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that like, is kinda of funny now in the, hindsight it isn't is, it is
1: it is the good old days. And you would clown. see the
0: you'd see the video clips of the policeman running in terrified out of the forest after seeing the clown. <laughs> right
1: you know that's true if you if you really wanted to get away with something just dress up as a clown and come out of the woods at night
0: the good old days well would you take a job that pays $100 a minute to go into the forest at night to locate the clown that's been terrorizing the neighborhood
1: a hundred dollars a minute uh yes would you really (laughs) absolutely
0: you'd be out there throwing a frisbee with damien wouldn't you (laughs) hundred bucks a minute.
1: <laughs> hundred bucks a minute. Me and that clown are besties. I mean, That's we're hilarious. coming out of the woods, I skipping and singing I, the t- same tune. I
0: think you talk the a, a, a big talk, but if it came down to it, yeah, no way you wouldn't. A
1: hundred dollars a minute.
0: Well, what's three minutes? What's three hundred bucks?
1: I could get over it. I could get over it for yeah. enough minutes <laughs> to make it count. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny though. a minute, because it's all relative, right? You know, how much money do we really have? And I have to say, playing for weddings as a child, you know, I started playing for pretty large, important weddings with my sister as a kid. And I have to say, it totally skewed my, my concept of pay. And money.
0: Like well, I thought you were going to say because you were used to playing for a room full of clowns.
1: <laughs> no, we're we're past the clowns,
0: Steve. <laughs> oh, okay. The clowns are done. Got time.
1: Yeah, but well, no weddings. But I just remember I actually got um, you know my first normal-ish you know like minimum wage job. And I quit within the first week because. You know, it was...
0: There were no clowns. Well,
1: I was used to, you know, $50 oh. an hour, $100 an hour for playing the violin.
0: But not for clowns.
1: But not for clowns.
0: <laughs> Don't move away from the clowns. We're talking about the clowns. No,
1: Are you kidding. afraid of clowns? Like
0: I love clowns.
1: Okay, but if you were... I think they're
0: hilarious. I laugh with, with the best of them.
1: If you were, though, in a setting that was ominous, you know, there's lots of fog, it's dark... It's and it's not you know clowns are fine when they're supposed to be there. <laughs> clowns are terrible when they're not supposed. When you pay to admission
0: be. to see the clowns and they're they're out there and you're up here, that's yes. okay.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Or, I'm expecting the clown. Or when
0: you get twenty of them out of a car, yeah, that's but, okay too. You know, you're
1: driving a dark highway at night. Mm. And you look over into a field. And there's a but clown that's, there. <laughs> that's that's probably good.
0: true of most things. If you take if you take uh, mm. I don't know uh, you take a juggler and 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 put them. Well, I guess a juggler can juggle anywhere. Oh, I don't man. know what they
1: oh, I saw a really funny prank that's similar to this. So, this mom was helping her daughter move into her new home. She just bought a new home, but the home was from the 1800s. It was a historic little cottage, and they had found this, you know, very Annabelle-chucky looking old doll in the attic, and her daughter had thrown it out. <laughs> and the mom posted a picture of her taping it to the outside of her house so that it was like looking in the window. <laughs> at her.
0: I, I suspect we're getting close to oh uh, Halloween, Halloween. just with all the conversation I, I don't yeah. know it's scary well, stuff
1: i'm I'm not ashamed to say that I am one of the pumpkin spice latte people I just lose my mind
0: you're the one that Every was, year you're the one that creates the line at Starbucks
1: yes I mean I'm crazy about it absolutely yeah. so okay <laughs> we, we <laughs> You can tell it's our Friday. Fall is in the air. <laughs> Fall is in the air. So we have a fresh KB question here, and I'm loving getting these. Don't you love hearing from KBs? It makes me feel just so connected.
0: Well, we are. Yeah, yeah. I do. And and KBs keep sending in the questions. We love to be challenged yeah. by your challenges. Absolutely. Sure.
1: So there is no name attached to this one, but they, they sent in this question, and it reads as, as such. I live with three other people, so there are a lot of different approaches to life going on at the same time, and most of those are not positive. While I can't make decisions for everybody else, not that I haven't tried, how can I develop my space to be one of peace, happiness, and joy?
0: Good question. It's Uh, a great question. Because you are developing a space, and so when you share it with other people, I can see that's a challenge for especially the new kinetic believers. What am I supposed to do with this mess? Right? How do I, because obviously you're not, and you understand this fairly quickly, that your dominion is not to be used against other people, but I, I would say that the the uh, the first thing, the first thing to recognize is that the the secret to your present peace and happiness and joy, and, and this is the reason so many people have the question to begin with, is because the secret is hidden. It's not obvious, it, but it's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you. It's secret in a way for you to go and find in a place. And there's a reason for that. You see, your present state of being and you said there was no name to the...
1: No, no.
0: Okay. Um, your present state of being is up to you. And whoever you're sharing a, a greater space with, whatever you have and whatever you whatever happens in your life, isn't an accident, first of all. And it's not necessarily in alignment with the flow of your genius of purpose, the essence of your highest being either. But the conditions of your present tense space where you're living, the house of horrors that you may have found yourself in, <laughs> the conditions of that present tense space, the manifestation of your peace and of your joy and your happiness and prosperity and great health is in your hands far more than you may know. Yeah. So so the question, where can you find this hidden secret? Where is it located? It is in the habitual patterns of your daily routine. And what you do on a daily basis is absolutely what determines how the universe is going to respond to your expectations. How the universe is going to respond to the energy, the energetics of your beliefs. So what you have in this life, what you are experiencing on a daily basis, Uh, be it because you think of it's who you live with, or maybe it's because of who you don't live with, whatever it is that you may have attached as a reason for it, It will never be what you want if you are focused on what's wrong. If you are dealing with what you don't want, if you are mindful of what you wish other people would say and do that you're living with, the three or four Mm -hmm. other people, if you're all consumed with what your expectations are for them, then things aren't going to change in the way that you would like for them to. But if you work your life out from the divinity, and I don't use the word divinity lightly, but if you work it out from the divinity of light and the love that already exists within you, then you will begin to develop in your higher sense of consciousness, and you will begin to transform to the place where you become immovable, and immutable in your expectations in standing your ground and resisting negativity, and it's from this place of immovable faith, the dogmatism of your kinetic belief, the authority of your dominion begins setting your so-called... um house of horror on fire with the light of source with the manifesting light of God
1: I have to say I really love this question because we are going to be able to overlay the answers that you give us today into so many different areas because you could take the same question it's a very insightful question it's a question from someone who's obviously very aware of energetics and their place in this earth especially where other people are concerned but you can overlay this with a work a workspace or co work or, you know, your kids, your spouse, just anyone that you're seeing on a repetitive basis. We're going to be so equipped. And so I just I love receiving this level of question.
0: Well, that's where your challenges are going to come from, isn't it? The, the people that you are, you, at least you believe that you have to experience life with, that mm. you're partnered with in some way, either professionally or personally, yeah. the, the, the luck of the draw, as some would say. But but here's the first thing. Look, as a human being, you have a decision to make. Is putting the expectant, determined effort toward developing the garden of the space that you occupy, is that important enough to you? Mm-hmm. To Obviously, it is for whoever wrote the question because they've taken the time to formulate the question in their thoughts. But you got to answer that sincerely, honestly. Is... Is developing your place of beauty that you're going to occupy, is it important enough to you to do the work, to put in the effort, to overcome those obstacles in his life? There's a proverb from the Bible that says, "'Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors.'" For whoever finds me, finds the light of wisdom, finds life, and obtains favor. And that's what we're talking about, is how do I attract the favor of peace and happiness and joy and prosperity and and love and all of these things? How do I obtain that in this life? And in, in other words, the kinetic believers, it's the habitual life of a daily routine that produces otherworldly results into your life. Wow. And if you want to put an end to being discouraged by well this keeps calling it a house of horror, if <laughs> if you if you want to put an end to being discouraged by all of that noise and all of the stuff um and the 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 place where you are that you really don't remember even buying the ticket to enter into the the house of horrors, but you just find yourself there. How did you get there? That's another podcast. But if you want to put an end to that, if you want to put an end to going around the same mountain over and over and over, it's time to develop in the meditative habits of the, of, that transcend the afflictions of negativity. Because it, it is a habitual pattern way of living that is going to uh, transcendentally move you to a place of uh, new perspective that puts you above all of that noise rather than being underneath it. And so as you develop in the quiet resolve of the immovable spirit, and that's what we're talking about, you're going to realize more and more the reality and even the severity of what it would mean to not develop in higher consciousness. Once you have a taste, there's no way you're going to go back. And it's kind of like once you receive revelation knowledge, the sweetness of it becomes you, and you can't go back. If you do go back, you are voluntarily... Um, uh, locking yourself up into that house of horrors. But no, who does that? So you've tasted the sweetness and you've seen the light. You've been to the other side. You know what it feels like to be existing in, in the essence of unconditional love and, and to be experiencing peace. And you've, you've been there. You've, you've transcended to that, that higher place. And the importance now of the new habitual way of life as a necessity becomes important to you because you recognize the law of attraction is beginning to rearrange the circumstances of your life so now you've counted the the, the cost of the consequences of not doing it and hopefully I'm encouraging somebody that's caught glimpses of it to stay the course Mm -hmm. and to put in the work and the effort.
1: Um, I have a question about just the situational aspect of this question, because early on when I first became aware of the law of attraction and I really started believing for my best life. Um, I was living with many roommates at that time. I was in college. And the moment that I got that revelation knowledge of kinetic belief, it it changed everything. All those relationships were completely altered, and I didn't even want to live there anymore. So my first thing was I manifested an, the ability to move out and to move into my own place, and it showed up within less than a month. I mean, someone literally drove into the parking lot, rolled down the window, and said, Do you know if any any of these apartments are subletting? I was like, "Uh, yes, they are. (laughs) Mine is. But anyways, that happened. And so I'm just saying that that was my first direction. My first thought was to rearrange and get away and manifest that. And I did. And at what point do we know that we're supposed to head in that direction? Because obviously that's taking a lot of energy. To manifest something new, a fresh perspective, or a fresh circumstance. So, when do we know that? Okay, I'm going to stay and rearrange my own space and transcend this, or I just want to leave. How do we even know which road or path to pursue?
0: Well, that's a that is a, a top heavy question in that you know when you start to factor in a sense of commitment and even. Uh, reputation and all of those things, you can find yourself in a, a tight spot really quickly. Uh, the, the the first place to go, and this is always the first place in relationships, is to transcend yourself and work on the light within you mm-hmm. without regard to others. And often people will either follow suit or they'll get out of the way because, again, remember that you're not responsible for for other people finding the so-called light. Because the inhabitants of light in the earth realize that listening to it, for for example, listening to an occasional transcendent podcast, one like this one, and just listening to it occasionally, just as, you know, something I may or may not do once a week, Mm. or reading an occasional book with insights for overcoming the negative energetics of the people around you or the world that you're living in, isn't going to be enough to sustain you through the incessant mess of egoic infighting through all of the noise, through the household wranglings of challengers that are coming in and out slamming the back door that Mm. you're wondering, how did I end up in the middle of all this and all of these negative optics that even Jesus said would come your way? This is a fact of life. So the first responsibility is to yourself. And it may or may not include moving your physical location depending upon a lot of other factors, yeah. but the first thing to do is to take care of yourself in a way that transcends by putting in the work and the time and the deliberate exercises in your kinetic belief modalities mm-hmm. to transcend that noise, and you will find that you could actually walk through a, a mob and be unseen if you are in the light, if you are walking in unconditional love. So first and foremost, that comes, and then the wisdom of knowledge may physically move you to a, a different location like in your case. Yeah. Um, happened.
1: it really spoke to me when you when you just said that we have to be willing to put in the work to put in the creative work, um, because I have found that. If you're not all in with kinetic belief, it can actually make your life feel harder. If you're on that fence and you're one foot in, one foot out, back and forth all the time, you have transcended. So it's almost like ignorance can be bliss. (laughs) You don't even know what you're missing. But then all of a sudden, kinetic belief, it does, it works fast and it alters your relationships and your circumstances so vibrantly and so quickly that I find that if you don't fully commit you are going to have a very difficult time.
0: Well, ignorance is bliss in the way that you know, uh, people do perish for lack of knowledge and lobsters boil not knowing they're boiling. Right. The way of life that thrives in higher consciousness, Meg, it needs the daily sustenance of life-giving nutritional thought food mm-hmm. to be able to transcend about over every single test that comes your way. Life is full of them. And so rather than succumb to them and be devoured by them and beaten down by them, knowledge is imperative to overcoming them. And one of the first things that uh, KB does is you've got to arrange your schedule around the in-feeding of, well, just take gratitude, for example. Mm -hmm. Feed on gratitude. Recognize that gratitude is not just an expression of good manners. uh, Gratitude is... The Of course, it's the inner dialogue of positive affirmations, being positive about life around you Mm. and positive because those things don't just make you feel good. They don't just give you the um, gratitude doesn't just give you the ability to tolerate the negative people around you. Gratitude, the essence of it, the substance of it, even quantumly speaking, the essence of gratitude, which is a positive energetic, changes things. So ultimately, if those people will, can bear to be around you while having their, their their their
1: tangents
0: and fits and hissy fits, that's what I was trying to well, – while they're going through all of this stuff, if they can bear your light and your positivity and your authentic love, not a – not a condescending attitude, but authentic love and acceptance and understanding. If they can tolerate that, they'll change. Mm -hmm. It will get on them and affect them, not because you are communing with their negativity and matching them in the negative energetics and pushing their buttons like they're pushing yours and striking back and striking out and running around the house and having the same arguments and fights that they're having, but because you are doing the work and putting in the immutable Um, uh, modalities of kinetic belief to transcend all of that, and it changes things. The law of attraction sees to it. The universe does what it's supposed to do, and it sees to it that circumstances change in alignment with your expectations.
1: Wow, I'm feeling so equipped, and I love the term that you used, thought food, and then combining that with gratitude. You and I had a really interesting conversation recently about awareness, and we were just noting that... um, And kind of musing and looking at the the mountains and the trees, musing that you can't be aware of all things at all times. And so what we choose to be aware of is so powerful. And it just struck me when you talked about feeding our thoughts with good food, positive food, that isn't that what gratitude is doing? It's sort of forcing us into a posture of awareness, awareness of all the good things that are in our lives. And that heightened awareness of the good it will obviously, like you're saying, gonna it's gonna transcend anything and everything around us.
0: Well it does and it pulls everything up and That actually a unique way and the proper way to look at awareness is there there are two types. There's an egoic awareness, which is the intentional observation of a thing. And then there's a holistic awareness, which is like forest bathing, which we talk about often, where just energetically you are immersed through awareness of presence. Mm -hmm. And there's a positivity where holistically all things like water rises up and you go with it. And so mind, body, soul, everything is advancing toward perfected completion and positivity positive, energetic awareness. And so the universe was designed to respond to the one who is uh, aware of their gratitude and is gratefully aware of the blessing and the abundance of the expectations in their life. And and it responds to the person who speaks their expectations, like you're saying, on purpose and in love, Mm -hmm. gratefully in love, mindfully aware of the gratitude that is lifting them up above all of that noise yeah wow. and so instead of trying to make the instead of putting in uh, a force or uh, using your authority to make the articles of your faith fit into your busy life into all the errands and all the have to do's into meeting the demands of your reputation and obligations instead of doing all that and, and in. You make it a priority in your life, and not something that you just do in your spare time. And this is what I mean when we often talk about being a the kinetic belief way of life. It is a a way of life, and not something that you just visit on uh, visit with occasionally. Mm-hmm. Another way to look at this, Meg. No intentional kinetic belief modalities. Um, if you haven't visited with those on purpose no breakfast you don't get to eat it's a way of life you you typically will eat some breakfast won't you as a way of to way of life why you want to break the fast you want to continue to live fundamentally speaking so no kinetic belief modalities, no meditation, no breakfast. <laughs> I don't eat breakfast until I feed my soul with the truth of my spirit every single morning, the truth of my articles of faith, the truth of my kinetic beliefs. Without visiting my expectations for the day, my positivity, my lens for life, the way that I'm going to move throughout the day in unconditional love for every stranger and every non-stranger alike, until I have done that, I don't get to eat any of your <laughs> eggs and, and, and bacon and... I go kind of crazy coffee.
1: for breakfast, don't I? Sometimes you do. I just bring you these giant plates of food for breakfast
0: because I've had this dear, giant dear plate God. of in feeding yes. of, of kinetic belief modalities. Intentional cl- kinetic belief is your responsibility to transcend the negative, and, and more than I think at any time in my lifetime, mm-hmm. you have to do this now. You have to do this first thing in the morning to survive the, the influx of all the negative. Um, information that is buying for your attention
1: you recently referenced in a conversation we had and it was such a great analogy because it stuck with me i've thought about it every day since and you mentioned that uh, in the wizard of oz the uh, the is it the good witch of the east
0: the north the north she's from the north the Good Witch of the North.
1: Good Witch, thank you. Okay, so, but you mentioned her bubble that she travels in. Yes. And I feel like that's what you're teaching us today, how to create our kinetic belief bubble that we just carry with us everywhere and we exist in this bubble and it's so full of anything and everything that we could possibly want it to be. And, you know, it sounds cute and everything, but just knowing that that's even possible in a world where the default, like you taught us about yesterday, the day the day before, that the default is negativity. The negative energetics are what happen when you don't mess with anything. And so being able to float through a world where that's the default is incredibly empowering.
0: Uh, You got your bubble, which is the space that you're occupying in your place, and that bubble is going everywhere you go, whether it's sparkling and shiny with hints of blue (laughs) and a little bit of rainbow in it, or nasty. Either way, (laughs) you're taking that bubble with you everywhere you go. So your responsibility and your authority Uh, and dominion is to prepare your bubble for life. Yeah. Intentional kinetic belief is your responsibility. It is not the responsibility of the other th- the three other people that live with you. Mm. The only one who can guarantee that you transcend your ego to align with higher consciousness to enjoy the essence of your being in this life is you. Your creator has given you the tools. That you need to develop the light of your genius of purpose, the kind of belief that attracts peace and joy and happiness, the kind that shuts the mouths of lions, the kind that quenches the flames of fire, that turns weaknesses to strength and desires to hobbies, and that changes the world around you. All of that is up to you. And available to you, and it always comes back down to your choice. You
1: know, I feel like this is one of those circumstances where maintaining that mantra that you're always guiding us through, that if you want a circumstance to change, you must focus on self. You can only focus on your response, your words, your tone your facial expressions every every nuance of self must be recognized and then you know transformed into what you want to experience and I just feel like that would that is the mantra that would carry us through this type of situation because man it would be tempting if you are living with people who are constantly opposing your energetic I mean the the temptation alone to correct and instruct would be very
0: strong well you're living in a world that is swimming in the, uh, with nuances, and most uh, communication is nonverbal, for example, and you're living mm. with people, and you say something good or light or funny or happy, and it's coming from a, an honest place of joy and love, and they give you the look, mm. and you get the stink eye, and you know what it is, and now you're faced with a choice. I mean, they're going to give it back to them, which is the, <laughs> the uh, knee-jerk um default uh, place that most people will go. Or you overcome that mindfully, because your mantra has been worked on. You started your day before breakfast, working on <laughs> those breakfast. modalities, and positioning yourself to rise above all of that. But you're doing the work meg. you know, yeah. as you drive to and from work, you're streaming a kinetic belief podcast you're going through there's there's over almost 300 different topics that you can stir up your meditations with now just on our website that's a lot that's a big <laughs> library notice what you've been listening to what what is the news telling you that you're listening to and if you're not listening to the news you're getting it from somebody at the water fountain mm-hmm. what is that telling you what are your friends telling you Guard the precious light of your inner wisdom that you've recognized by refusing to consume anything that's contrary.
1: I have two questions for you, and they're personal questions for you. So when you are out in your day-to-day life and you are confronted with negative energetics, something direct, it's a a person-to-person (laughs) encounter— Is your automatic response, uh, what is your automatic response emotionally? And then the second part of that question is, is it something that you have to choose? Or have you done kinetic belief for so long and practiced it for so long that your auto response is the correct response?
0: Well... the the auto response can certainly come from a it's, it comes from a choice the choice has got, had to be made originally and there's work to this because there we the world is a contradiction to positivity and if you rest in the work that you did last year for example as a kinetic believer and Believing for your highest articles of faith. If you do that once and twice or even spend six months and you are just a soldier championing in these things. And if you relax long enough, if you let your guard down, you'll be consumed by negative energetics. That is the, the nature of this world. And when you attract the manifestations of development, positive development into your life, truth will come the wisdom of knowledge comes and because you're asking the questions and you're doing the work and so you're advancing in your perspective the lens of, of doubt and worry and fear, all of that begins to fade. So you have this higher perspective as you're going throughout your day and you're confronted, like you're saying, maybe with a negative argument or challenge of some sort, maybe condemnation of some sort. The lens of doubt and worry and fear, all of that's now gone. And life as it is, it begins to flourish even, even in the midst of all of that negative, and I say even. Um, albeit that that is all that there is, is negativity around you. So your bubble is always going to be surrounded, unless you've removed yourself to some far end of the earth. It's surrounded by opposition. But even in being surrounded by that, by not being attached to it, you flourish, and your garden flourishes. And the simplest, most revealing question that you can ask yourself, is your thought life healthy or is it toxic? Are you going through the day expecting toxic encounters? Are you looking for the fight? Are you, you know, are you sensitive enough to that where you're expecting all that? Your expectations are going to reveal exactly what's going to be manifested in your life. So is your thought life healthy or is it toxic? The mind and your body and spirit, they are all interconnected and your thoughts affect your words, which then your words affect your health and prosperity and joy and peace and every other area of your life. And so it, it is absolutely worth taking the time to perfect this, these things that we're talking about. Your life has the time, and the time of your life depends on it. We started off the podcast. It just seems like time is flying by. It may seem like that, but it still is full of more than enough of it for you to use it as a tool to enhance your experience while you are here in the land of the living.
1: I'm finding it very powerful, and it's really revelation knowledge, this layering of thought food. And it seemed like just a a fun term when you first said it, but now you're revealing it to us to be the, the key. It's the key to making sure that you have been prepped for success within your day. And I love that I love this idea of, you know, sowing these good thought seeds in the morning, so knowing that they'll serve you throughout the day. And it sounds like this is something we need to do every single morning, not once a week, not once a month, but there's something about a 24-hour period, spiritually speaking, that we need to almost have this refresher of of well, feeding really.
0: Well, uh, alignment requires the the uh, constant uh, feeding and prepping. And so you begin the process by focusing on what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts are? Where do, they, where do you allow them to go? Because when your thoughts wander off to things like, uh, you're not going to have peace in your home. I don't care what Stephen and Meg talk about today. <laughs> or you're always going yeah. to be broke. Or you're not going to manifest healing. If you allow that thought to linger, You're not going to manifest healing. It will continue with something else like uh, you're going to die. Not only are you sick now, but you are going to die from this. Mm -hmm. Or some kind of a story that the negative ego will begin to tell you. Something like, you know, you'll never get promoted. Or the kids are crazy and so are you. (laughs) All of you are crazy. How do you capture thoughts like these and cast them down? You resist them. You answered them. Never never let your thoughts go unanswered. Instead, say, you know what? I'm not taking that thought. I see you, you little rascal. Get out of here. In fact, I'll open the door for, for you, and if you're not going to go uh, by yourself, I'm going to get the broom and chase you out of here. I will not allow you to take uh, – take up residence in my mind, and you can become a master at thought domination through meditation, but you have to make it a way of life and start your day this way, end your day through this way, and go throughout the day uh, in this kind of meditation.
1: You know, the process that you're taking us through today, it's really reminding me of physical fitness, because I think we've all either done it ourselves, or we've known people who go to the gym, and they work out all the time, but they never change what they consume. And so there's no nutrition there to back up the fitness that they're trying to achieve. And so I love this concept of, you know, feeding yourself with the right nutritional kinetic belief food, and then acting on it, knowing that the protein and the nutrition are going to be there to back you up. And so this It's really, I like this relationship that you're guiding us through between the thought food and then the execution of kinetic belief throughout our day.
0: Well, just like physical fitness, it requires an action. How many people have the best intentions of working out but never take the actions necessary in order to do it? (laughs) To meditate means that you don't just hear about working out and go, well, that that sounds really great. I feel better about me now. You focus on it and you focus on it with an action by putting it into, into motion. You contemplate it, give it serious attention, and then put action to it, just like going to the gym or working out. That's how we enlarge our capacity for intentional kinetic belief. And that is why the most spiritual people, Meg, that you'll ever meet are those who spend time meditating the expectations of higher consciousness and then putting an action to their faith.
1: I have a personal um, curiosity here about this topic, so something that I can – I don't want to say struggle with, but I can get a little confused with at times. Is is the relationship between the unconditional love for self and the unconditional love for someone else? So let's say that someone is is presenting into my life with negative energetics. Um, typically, compassion is my first response to someone like that because I know how wonderful my life is and. And it's all the building blocks of kinetic belief have made it so. And so I have compassion for someone not experiencing that. But then I get a little hung up on unconditionally loving myself, putting myself first, but then also loving them and wanting them to to be okay and not to feel like I'm abandoning them, Um, whether it's a roommate or a friend or a relative, whatever that may be. But a moment ago, you told us that we're not responsible for that. At all. And I think the love of a, if you're a kinetic believer, you're, you're full of light, you just are in love. But how do we work out that it because it feels like a contradiction at times, because this person isn't necessarily wanting to receive that. But you want to unconditionally love yourself and make sure you're taking care of self as well.
0: Unconditional love does not have the condition of a willingness to receive it, first of all, because it's unconditional. The only thing with conditions in your life come from the ego that is identifying with um, uh, have-tos and challenges and with form. Mm. The spirit of you is has no conditions. It just is. You are that you are. It's unconditional. So when you say that I unconditionally love me, you're talking about the part of you that is the essence of your highest being in alignment with the Creator. That's the one that you're loving. The conditions that ego puts on self, you have no love for because it's conditional love. And the same is true when you talk about loving unconditionally other people. You're not saying that I love and accept the the broken down parts of their ego that they're struggling with. In fact, the lens for living, the veil, has been removed from your own spiritual eyes to where now everyone that you see, what you're seeing is the light of their highest essence of being, and that's the part of them that you unconditionally love, mm, regardless see. of the the crimes of their passions and the the sins of their actions and the 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 mess that they've created none of that is eternal and none of that is what you're looking at and saying well i approve of that because i unconditionally love you no, you don't. It's not about approval or disapproval, condemnation or no condemnation. It's not about loving the, the, the part of them that's not lovable. It's about unconditionally loving the essence of their highest being. And so when regardless of who I meet, I'm reverencing the God within them, the source within them, the part of them that came before they ever identified with anything in the land of the living, and the part of them that will go on forever, the light and love that exists within them. Rather or not, they the ego of them is identifying with that yet or not. Eventually, it will.
1: Wow, you just gave us such a huge boost here in understanding these relationships, how to approach them. That is absolutely revelation knowledge for me. And the word that kept popping up is expectation and I think so many times it's very easy to project our negative expectations on other people, and that is obviously going to make the situation so much worse and manifest negativity. So this idea of seeing their highest self, acknowledging their highest self as well, because it does exist, um, that is just profound and so beautiful.
0: That is the oneness that we all share together. And did you know that gratitude is a language? Mm. It is a language of faith and a language of attracting the manifestations of anything that you can think of or imagine. Mm-hmm. And a strong KB is not only fluent in the the, the language of unconditional love, but they're also fluent in gratitude because no matter what is happening in our lives – In our house of horrors, no matter what's going on in the world around us, we have countless reasons to be grateful for what God has provided, what we have access to, and what is possible. We recognize through our gratitude that all things are possible for us. And so if gratitude is continually on your lips, does that mean only when it's good? No, it doesn't mean that at all. In the same way that you're not just unconditionally loving somebody that's lovable, I mean, all of that is easy. Gratitude is an act of faith and an act in your its a faith in your immovable beliefs. For example, if, if you believe that you are attracting what you've asked for, you'll be grateful for it, even if it hasn't manifested yet. Gratitude says, I know that it's coming. The opposite is comprised of negative opposing forces, which look like worry and anxiety and stress and every kind of fear but maybe it is those responses that are habits that you haven't yet removed in your life you're just habitually going through the same mechanisms for living your life the way you've always done it because you're surrounded with people who know how to manipulate those buttons and you so you match them by pushing their buttons the 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 vicious cycle remains unbroken
1: you know i i feel like every time that we go through a podcast like this I'm just adding one more well weapon to my arsenal to combat negativity and the life that I don't want a part of and I just I just feel like you're giving us so much today and I'm just seeing this sort of stockpile forming of of being so equipped to deal with these things because We have to have these conversations. We have to gain understanding. Obviously, we're missing something. We're missing knowledge. We're missing a piece of the puzzle because life is not what we want it to be. And so engaging in these podcasts and gleaning as much as possible and taking notes as if we are being taught on this highest and deepest subject of life is something that is just, well, it's thrilling. But then also the feeling of being equipped is, I think, one of the best. I
0: would even say, take it one more step, Matt. and say that we all we have is one piece of the puzzle mm. rather than missing it. The, the full puzzle, the picture of all that is possible is far greater than what we can see. In fact, uh, Nietzsche said the real world is much smaller than the imaginary. Mm. And the imaginary is where the biggest part of the, biggest, the, the the whole exists. And so when you're willing to go there and imagine and desire what you imagine and to be grateful for what you imagine to see and to talk about it, learn the, the language of gratitude and to speak it and then to put action toward your faith, whatever it is, by making the decision to get rid of all of those negative patterns that you've been experiencing as a way of life, you move beyond those things that have been slowing you down and you, you, you're you taking the weight off of yourself. You're taking off everything that has ever been hindering you. And you begin running with great strides in this race of flourishing. And it will never matter what the rest of the world is doing or your household for that matter. The roots of a positive garden will grow deep through any kind of resistance. And this is the life that what you were meant to live yes let's work on some highest viewpoints here just say this my life is challenging in that it's changing in a good way every day.
1: My life is challenging in that it's changing in a good way every day.
0: And it's becoming filled.
1: It's becoming filled.
0: To the (laughs) overflow with abundance. To
1: the overflow with abundance.
0: Prosperity. Prosperity. Is coming to me so easily. It's
1: coming to me so easily. And so
0: effortlessly. And
1: so effortlessly.
0: Because I gratefully expect it.
1: Because I gratefully expect it.
0: I am increasingly manifesting.
1: I'm increasingly manifesting. More
0: and more and more
1: more and more of
0: what i choose of what i choose to desire to desire every day every day I am expecting increase I
1: am expecting increase i'm
0: expecting favor i'm
1: expecting favor i'm
0: expecting more of my genius I'm
1: expecting more of my genius and guess what and guess what
0: it's working for me
1: hey <laughs> it's working for me and I
0: know that i'm attracting great wealth <laughs> and
1: I know that i am attracting great wealth
0: because I believe I am
1: because I believe that I am and
0: I am so joyous I am so joyous and so happy
1: and so happy and
0: so healthy and
1: so healthy and
0: wealthy and wealthy and I'm filled with peace and I am
1: filled with peace. Thank you so much for this wisdom today, Stephen, because I know when these questions come in from kinetic believers, they're so specific. And I appreciate the questions because it not only helps them, but it helps me and the entire community as well. Make sure that you do email any questions or comments, ideas for the podcast that you have to kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com.
0: And I appreciate you, Miss Maggie.
1: Oh, there's so much love. Let's go live the abundant <laughs> life. Let's do it. Sending out
0: much love and light to all UKB creatives all around the world. Yes, Bye.
1: and we'll see everybody back here on Monday. Thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom.